I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ooh. 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 Wake up, bitch. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm oh, I'm half asleep. Oh, that you are. Bloody yawn. Oh, so sleepy. <laughs> God, I hate Australians. Wake up, you idiot. Oh, what the? Whoa, who who are you? What? Oh, it's me, Freddy Krueger. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm here to murderize you. Oh, that, but, but I'm sleeping. That's not going to affect me very much. It's, it's, it's just going to be like a regular bad dream where I die. I have these all the time, every second Thursday. Ah, uh, yes, but in this specific horror movie, the whole point is that I can actually do damage to you in the dream, and it affects you in the real life. That's what makes it scary. Whoa, what a high concept. Oh, don't worry, we're going to send this franchise into the ground <laughs> in the next couple of movies. <laughs> hey, but then it's going to get better again, apparently. Uh, kinda? Kinda. Well, we parody ourselves. Anyway, you've got to die now. Oh no, bitch. <laughs> welcome to Oldie But A Goodie. Hello, welcome to Oldie But A Goodie. It's a podcast. We watch movies from 1987 in the order they came out in, and wowee! Elm Street 3. Wowie, Elm Street 3. Yeah. Well, this film is all about starting catchphrases, right? Yeah, you're right. So, wowie, it's Elm Street 3 is my catchphrase that I'm trying to, uh, you know. Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> I, actually, I actually prefer what he says before that, which is, it's now time for your big break in the TV, as he pulls her head through a TV. I yeah, that that's, that's true. That's true. Um... I, I still like, welcome to prime time, bitch. They really, they really try to make bitch a thing in this movie. Oh, it's good. It's good. I'm down. Oh, wow. So we covered Elm Street 1 a couple months ago. So thankfully, I'm I'm, I'm quite glad this movie actually came out in February because we got to hmm. do them quite close to each other. Yeah. And you know what? I'm glad we watched this movie. Yeah. Because I thought this movie was pretty good. Did you think it was as good? Or did you think it was slightly worse, but still good? Uh, compared to which one? The very first horror movie we did? Because it's definitely better than the Alien one. Oh. Uh, it's better than it's better than the weird clone brother. Yeah, it's slightly better than the clone brother movie. Uh, I'd say this is a very well-concise, put-together movie. You know, it's, it's a very... It's got its goals and it does it really well, you know? I, I, I'd say it's the best horror movie that we've watched this year. This year, yes. Yes. Compared to the first one, I don't know. I still prefer the first one. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a hard torn for me. I'm torn between them. The first one has very iconic, like, Freddy moments. And the first, I'd say the first one's probably better, but only slightly. But this one, as a sequel, is probably is a really good sequel. I think. Oh, it's one of the best horror sequels ever. Which is which is really good because I was looking at all the reviews and ev- like 
more than half of them were saying, thank God they made this film because 2 was awful. Yeah, now, you haven't seen 2, so you went into this without the knowledge of 2, which uh, is probably a good thing, because you went into this franchise knowing the best it could be, and not the worst it could be, so... Honestly, it feels like the third one ignores the second one. Oh, nothing carries over. I think in 2, there's maybe one line where they're like, oh yeah, Nancy's mum died in her sleep. Yeah, and they meant they mentioned that in this film that she died in her sleep, and um, yeah, the house. I think the house was now an important point because in the first one it wasn't really. Yeah, the house continues to be kind of important. Well, it's 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 kind of a place where Freddie likes to hang out now because you know killed killed a mum and the weird tricycle baby. Mm. But yeah, like two is. Very funny. Mm. Very, very, very funny. Yep. But it's also terrible, so it's probably good you didn't watch it. Good. Again, there is a scene that's very scary where canaries attack a family. Yep. Because the room is too hot. Oh, yeah. You mentioned these things. Which is the one where the dog pees fire. That's number four. That's That's number number four. four. Oh, that's the next one. Alright. Not to jump to the end of three, but they go back to the scrapyard, Mm. and this dog runs out, and they're all like, what's this dog? And the music rises, and the tension rises, and then the dog lifts up its leg and pees fire as the soundtrack goes, (laughs) (laughs) It's great. Scary. But let's jump into uh, this review with your other options of this week, actually, because you picked this out of four options. The Mm. other three was a film called Beyond Therapy, which is a great title. It's how I feel sometimes. Uh, Two people go on a blind date and then find out that they both have therapists. Cool. Jeff Goldblum's in it? Uh, I, I was interested with Jeff Goldblum, but it was not enough to save us. Like... It's it's like go for a random Jeff Goldblum film, which I I tend to lean towards. Yeah. Or Nightmare on Elm Street, which we've already done, which we should probably watch. So yeah, it was a little it was a little hard to pick that one, unfortunately. Uh, you had number one with a bullet, which is a Billy D. Williams movie about two detectives who are like, "There's murder going on. We're gonna stop it." Wow! Incredible. First time that's ever been done. And then also Some Kind of Wonderful, which is a bunch of teenagers in high school, and they're all like, I'm really sad. Apparently it's good. Yep. <laughs> teenagers being sad. Uh, maybe back in the 80s was an uncommon thing, but nowadays <laughs> you're, you're outed if you're not. So, you know. So you definitely picked the right option there, I think. Mm. It was released Feb 27th, which is very early for a franchise horror film. Yeah, yeah, they're very uh, early, but it was, it's not January, right? No, it's not a January movie. And that's the important thing. Sure. They try, they try and release them around Halloween, around October, don't they? Because that's the spooky day. Yeah, Ooh. exactly. Or if you're Friday the 13th, just any Friday that's the 13th will do. <laughs> yes, if you if you do it, if you find any Friday the 13th, which is fair. Yeah. I feel like, the, look... There's literally a date in the name of the movie. Mm. But you have one job. If you don't release it on that specific day, exactly. what are you doing? What are you doing? Which is kind of like if you don't release a Halloween movie. On Halloween, yeah. So I guess with Elm Street, they can just kind of release whenever. Yeah, they, they don't have a specific date in their titles, so they, they've got free reign. And I mean, Freddy could strike at any moment. 
That's kind of his thing. He really can. That's what makes him the most scary about those movies. You have to wait till a specific date in the year. You know, uh, Friday the 13th, he's looking at a calendar every month going, does does the 13 line up with a Friday? Yeah. You know? Oh, thank goodness it does, does this month. I can finally go out and, you know, yeah. murder some naked teenagers, you know? Uh, you know, Halloween. Yeah, he's got to wait until Halloween. What, uh, Guys, let's just not get dressed up and go outside. We're going to get murdered. Mm. You know, there's a killer out there. Exactly. Just don't, don't get yourself murdered, idiot. With Freddy, he could just be like, oh, someone's sleeping? Hello. I'll have none of that. <laughs> not, not on my street. Exactly. The crew behind this film, it's very interesting. Everyone behind this movie has done stuff that we've covered before. Ooh. And the things that they've done have... Just, like, it's amazing that they started off doing this. So, it's directed by Chuck Russell, whose only film credit before this movie was writing Dreamscape. Oh, okay. Which we've done an episode on. Yeah, that was his only credit. He did really well for this movie then. Yeah. He really did a good job. And he went on to do more good things, because he directed The Blob, which is a good one, the reboot of The Blob. And then he also directed The Mask and The Scorpion King. Nice! Hell yeah! (laughs) Chuck Russell, my boy. Scorpion King. I can kind of see him doing The Mask after doing, like, a Kruger movie, because Jim Carrey, he's got some Freddy Kruger vibes. Because it is, it is like a horror movie parody, almost. Yeah, kind of. Because it's, it's like taking the, it's like, it could have been quite easily a horror movie, but they made it super, you know, Mm. comedy-wise, and it just works. It's good. It is co-written by Frank Darabont, who went on to be the writer and director of The Green Mile and Shawshank Redemption. Hey, there you go. (laughs) He started off doing this, which is great. He co-wrote it uh, with Wes Craven, um, who came up with the original script as well. He was the guy that wrote and directed the first movie. Now, he also wrote and directed Elm Street 7, and in Elm Street 7, he says that none of the sequels were good. So I don't think Craven liked how this film turned out, mm. even though he did write it, which is a shame that he didn't like this one. Yeah, that is a shame. They made a lot of changes, though. His original script was a lot darker, uh, and mm. every single character died aside from Christian. Ooh, wow. Everyone died. Yeah, no, still a lot of people died. I was surprised that some of the main characters still died in this, you know? They were all gearing up, and then they still just died. I always forget how big the body count is for this film. Also, I think some of them come back to life in 4. I hope I think, so. I, I think the wizard's in 4. I hope so. He was my favourite. Really? The wizard mast. <laughs> I thought you'd hate him because he was a nerd with the glasses, but... No, 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 no. He turned it around for me. When he started flying around and shooting lightning, I was like, yeah, wizard mask. <laughs> He's pretty cool. It was it was a dumb... It was the classic trope. It was like, oh, no. Yeah. God. He plays D&D at one point, and it's like, oh, you have to use the technical terminology. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Oh, but I, I like I like them using magic and stuff. That was a bit more creative than oh, I'm strong. Oh, I can do flips. Oh, I have knives now. <laughs> like what? What? What are you? You're in the dreamscape. You can do anything. This, yeah. is, this is why I liked him better than the other ones. He was at least creative. I can do anything in the dreamscape. What am I going to do? I'm going to do flips. <laughs> I'm going to bend metal, and I'm going to summon knives. Those are the three things those different children decide is their iconic ability in dreams. Yep. If you were a dreamscaper, what would your iconic ability be that you do? I'd be Superman. 
Uh, that's good. That's better than them, because one, you can fly. Two, you've got super strength and can fly. That's better than strong boy over there, because mm. at least you can fly. And, you, and you've got freeze breath, and you can rewind time by going around the world really that's quickly. That's not... No. <laughs> Oh, I've got so many mixed feelings about it. <laughs> that that movie, I will give an automatic goodie when we watch it. I haven't seen it, but I want to. I'm just going to give oh, it a you goodie. I haven't even seen it. Oh no! Look, it's fine until that ending. It's not a good Superman movie, but it's whatever. Uh, so so I was just saying, the wizard. Yes, the guy. He's like, oh, I'm disabled in real life. Boom! I can stand up. Two. I can use magic. I can turn things into butterflies. I can shoot lightning. Way more creative than the other t- lot. So that's that's why he he got my seal of approval. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mind. Um, I didn't mind how the silent guy turned into Black Bolt, basically, <laughs> where his voice is so powerful it can defeat anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> That was that was a good that was a good ending because I thought they genuinely were saying that he had knowed Freddy Krueger out of existence and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? Yeah. I I I I should have seen the twist ending, but like I was like, what the fuck? I was too distracted by it all. It was good. It was misleading. They got me. Okay. Mostly because I didn't give the film any credit, and that was my fault. The funny thing about this one as well is it's the only film where they defeat Freddy, but in a way where you go, he can come back. Because mm. it's like, his bones are just kind of buried in a scrapyard. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, cast is Heather Langenkamp. She's back as Nancy Thompson. She hadn't really done anything between the first film and this one. But she did get a TV role after this, so that's good. Um, she's mm. good. They make up for the age difference by saying it's six years after. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I put that in. Uh, uh, you were okay with the age groups? I know that's very touchy for you. Yeah, well, because, like, she looks like a teen in the first one, mm. and then in this one, she's got the puffy hair, and you're like, oh, she's in her mid-twenties because of that hairdo. Well, I'm glad I'm glad they canonically gave you some, some age ranges that satisfied you. Uh, John Saxton's also back as her dad for a bit. Yeah. I like him. I like him. I think he's a cool character. Patricia Arquette is newcomer Kristen Parker. This is her first ever movie, but she did go on to be in a bunch of David Lynch films. She's one of the main roles in a TV show called Medium. Uh, She's pretty good. Out of all of the teens in this film, she's easily the best. She's the blonde one, yeah? She's the blonde one, yeah. 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 She's good. She's very good. She's good. I don't like Kincaid. He's the strong guy. I don't think the actor for him was particularly good. I love that guy. He was great. I don't know. <laughs> Let's go kick this motherfucker's ass all over Dreamland. <laughs> oh, that scene where he was, like, <laughs> taunting Freddy was pretty funny. Yeah. No, his lines were all cheese. I feel like he was just a... T- no, but I felt like he was, like, a teen... That was overly confident, you know? He was overly confident. He shouldn't have been that confident. And he was dumb because of that. But he is also a teenager. So I actually, looking at it from that perspective, his lines are dumb, but that's because he's a dumb teenager who's overly confident. And he gets he gets got. No, he survives. No, he lives. He lives. He lives. Does Lawrence Fishburne die? I don't think he 
does. He's in this, though. He's one of the orderlies at the hospital. He's obviously Morpheus from The Matrix. He's a Man of Steel, Ant-Man, all that. Yeah, it's Max. Maxi boy. He's the best. He's the best character in the film. Yeah. He's just a cool dude. Like, all the kids are like, oh, please, please don't send me to bed. I don't want to. And he's like, ah, okay. All right. I'll let you die to a television. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunate. Man, Max is having a rough one. But yeah, he's great in this. And then, obviously, playing Freddy Krueger is Robert Englund. Now, Freddy in this, pretty different to Freddy in the first one. He's Mm. got his catchphrase, which is... Bitch, it's your boy, Freddy. But this is definitely where the start of him becoming more comedic starts. Yeah, but it's canonical that he's a bit like... Yeah, he's a prankster. He's a jokester. Sort of cartoony and taunty. Yeah. Yeah, he's a jokester. You know, he does the whole long arms things and he's laughing maniacally as yeah. he runs at you, waving his arms like an uh, inflatable tube man, you know? <laughs> he, he, he's he got that bit of possess, And I feel like... Given that a bit more to his character in this film didn't take away from me. I feel like you know, he's still scary. You, you gotta take a bit. You gotta you gotta enjoy your work. You know. I particularly love his first scene where he just kind of runs on screen, and you're like, "That's a weird, creepy way to run." Yeah. Like the first time you see him in this movie, it's really quite spooky. Uh, yeah, he does. He does tend to have a bit of a like uh, a crouching run. Uh, it's got 72% on Rotten Tomatoes, audience score of 68, just needs mm. one higher. 6.6 on IMDb as well. People liked it. I also think this one got played on TV more. So if you were mm. watching TV in like the 90s, you probably saw this a lot. It's a good film. So yeah, it's good stuff. This cost around $4.5 million, uh, which makes sense. What do you think it made? 4.5... Uh, I'm going to say like 50 mil. Pretty close. Uh, 45 million. Wow, 45. Wow, I was pretty much on the ball there. Nice. Yeah, after the misstep on two, they didn't make as much money as they could have with this yeah, one. Yeah, like, I feel like... So, the first one makes makes a lot. Everybody's excited. Goes to two. Two makes, like, ten, and everyone's super disappointed that it's garbage. And then this movie, it's like, you know, they didn't spend as much on it, but boom, it does... Mm. Okay. And the people are still like, hey, this really is a better film. You've got to pick your favourite tagline. We've we, 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 we got three taglines. Uh, yeah, I'm expecting some good taglines here. Let's go. Freddy's just around the corner. Mm, don't like that one. That one's meh. Bland. That one's garbage. What, what, is, what is he? Am I waiting for him? Is he going to pick me up and drive me to school? It's like, oh, when is he coming around, you know? Yeah. Oh, he's just around the corner. Oh, that's good to hear. All right, I'll see you soon. Bye. Like, am I on the phone to him? Like, what is, what is happening then? No, it's dumb. If you think you're ready for Freddy, think again. <laughs> That's also dumb. Wow, these suck. These are so They're bad. <laughs> bad taglines. Oh, Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited now for the last one. If you think you're getting out alive, you must be dreaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one's a good yeah. one. Puns. <laughs> Now I'm on board. Definitely my favourite. Oh, what's that one? What's that one? Running that one down. That is, uh, yeah, if you think you're getting out alive, you must be dreaming. Definitely the best of the bunch. Now that's a good line. The other two garbage, but that one. Ooh, perfect. The taglines for two also suck. The man of your dreams is back. It's kind of funny, though. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) 
That's amazing. <laughs> the man of your dreams. We'll have to do two at some point because it's it's funny. What did you think of the font? Because the font is the classic title in red yep. horror font and then in kind of bright but still dark glowing green font. Yes. At the bottom yes. is Dream Warriors. <laughs> yeah, because it's got like the evil red versus... The Dream Warriors. Uh, It got me excited for the Dream Warriors. Unfortunately, they were a huge disappointment. (laughs) Uh, Most of them got killed quite easily. They weren't really warriors. They weren't really fighting them. I mean, they did at one point. They did save, uh, what's his face? No no voice. No voice. um, Did they ever actually call themselves the Dream Warriors? Or is this movie called Dream Warriors because a band wrote a song called Dream Warriors? I don't know. I think it's just a title. Yeah. And, like, I'm glad they don't call themselves the Dream Warriors because that would be, oh, they mentioned the title in the film and that would be dumb. So I'm glad they don't do that. What is this? Some sort of nightmare on Elm Street? (laughs) Ha ha ha. What are we? Some kind of dream warriors? <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, I want that in the movie. It would make it funny. Yeah. It would be funny, but God, would it be bad. Anyway. We open with Kristen. It's important, I guess, that she is doing some arts and craft and making a small model of the Thompson house. Yes. Well, the house is supposed to be important somewhat for the series. And it's a bit spooky because it's like... Oh, she crafts the house, and then later on, the lady comes in, and it's like, hey, that's my old house. Mm. That's fucking weird. That's right. Um, Does the house... I think the house design changes between movies, though. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) You want to have that consistent. I guess it's just a boarded-up house, but whatever. She falls asleep, has some creepy dreams. Yeah. There's some chases. She she, uh, finds a girl, and he's like, Kruger keeps us here. And then uh, she carries her around and then realises that she's just carrying around a dead body. Dead baby body. And I, I, you, you saw that twist a mile away, yep. but it was still alright. Uh, I, I liked how she was not falling asleep by playing loud music and pounding down yeah. caffeine. Like, got a scoop of energy drink or whatever and just pounding it down. Yet, yet, five minutes later, she just hops in bed. Because her mum wants her, and she's bam, asleep. So I guess she's been up a long time. Yeah, she's pretty tired. I loved how she wakes up, and you're like, all's good. She just woke up from this nice dream. Or she's going into the bathroom. She's just gonna... She's just gonna wash her face. She puts her hand on the tap. On the tap is her hand. The tap grabs her. That was cool. Whoa, Freddy's in the mirror. And he's like, hello there. It's uh, me, your boy, Freddy. Gotta murder you now with the other hand uh, tap sink. This one has claws. Biatch. Yeah. He's got to say that every time he kills a teen. Except he doesn't. He just manages to slice it before the mum comes in and manages to wake... Yes. Uh, ...what's her face up. And she's like, oh, your hands are cut. You are trying to commit suicide. And that is when she gets sent to the psych hospital... Because all the teens yep. are doing this. It's the hot new fad. It's the hot new fad. The hot new fad. <laughs> Killing yourself. Wow. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. But they're all like, no, we're not doing that on purpose. Yeah. That is the setting of the movie, is the psych hospital with all these teens that are there because they are um, considered dangers to themselves. And they're all not sleeping. They're all having weird dreams. I like how the, 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 the mum sucks. Later on, we see they're talking to the psychiatrist, and it's like, I don't know, I spent so much money on the psychiatrist. <laughs> yes. 
They decided doing it for attention. Oh, yes, it's just killing yourself for attention. Wow. Mm. Maybe, maybe you should give her some attention then, if she's <laughs> nearly killing herself. Yeah, the, the adults in this one in particular are uh, infuriating. Very dumb. Thankfully, the psychiatrist comes around, though. That's a classic, you know. There's a new doctor at the uh, at the hospital, and it is... Nancy from the first film. Yeah. She's there, and she's like, what's up? What's up? I'm an expert on uh, dream, you know, psychosis or whatever it is, you know. Something like that. She's an expert on dreams, yeah, because she, cause she uh, had a fight for Freddy, you know. Yeah, she fought. She's, so she, she became an expert on dream therapy or some crap. Some might say she's a dream warrior. Um... <laughs> We got we got a lot of great lines coming out of Sandra this week. Wow, peak of comedy, bitch! Um, <laughs> welcome to prime time, bitch. Yeah, this is where I wrote down. Uh, of course, the adults are super unhelpful. Yeah, of course, because they literally mentioned. So they all they have these group sessions, mm. and they literally mentioned the fact that they all had the same dream about the same guy. Yeah separately where they've nearly killed themselves so clearly something is going on more than our oh, suppressed hormones there's clearly something because they're like oh it's all like rock and roll music and the media and you're all getting ruined by that suppressed sexuality there's that as well yeah yeah oh my dick's getting me killed <laughs> i lie. believe is one of the quotes yeah, <laughs> yeah. again I love that guy. He's a great character. His lines are very funny. Speaking of the ca- characters, we'll go through them. Uh, we're introduced to Philip, who makes puppets, and he also sleepwalks. Yeah, which comes back to haunt him, because he sleepwalks as a puppet. That seems gross. We'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, there's Kincaid. He's uh, quite loud-mouthed, always getting sent to solitary. He's great because he has all these lines that I've mentioned. He's the strong man. He's a rebel. He's the strong man. Uh, there's Joey, who is Black Bolt. He doesn't talk, and he's got a teardrop yep. tattoo, which I thought was quite funny. Oh, yeah. Does he? I keep forgetting that. And uh, he also wants to bang the nurse. <laughs> yeah. Vitally important. Very important. Very, very important. Uh, There is Will, who is the nerd. He's in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. Jennifer, she wants to be an actress. Oh, she'll she'll get on TV, that's for sure. (laughs) And finally, Taryn uh, used to be a meth addict. Yes. So those are the teens. What what an Avengers-level threat. Um... Oh, and also, we should mention, the psychiatrist is seeing nun ghosts. He's like a doctor as well. Yeah, he's he's seeing a ghost nun and uh, believes in science. But by the end of it, he's going to have to abandon science mm. and go with Jesus. Yes. Can't argue with that, can you? This fit, I liked how it was almost kind of funny how he was like, oh, we're going up against a demon. Guess I'll get some holy water and a cross. It, it's funny because he takes a scientific mm. approach. To dealing with a demon. Yeah. All right, we're dealing with a demon. Well, got to go to a church, grab some holy water, grab a cross. Luckily, there's a big pool of holy water in this church that I could just grab a bottle. Also, he fills up a bottle that... It's like a whiskey bottle, 
and the dad just finished drinking that. So yeah, is that going to taint the water at all? Shouldn't you maybe wash it out first? I don't know. Nah, it's holy water. Just gives it a nice, nice aftertaste, you know? It's a bit of a kick. Mm -mm. Yeah. Freddy Cougar's got to go out with a bang. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's burning me alive, but also burning my stomach in a good way, bitch, as he dies. (laughs) It's very important. Glad you did write this film. Uh, (laughs) I would make it better. What are you talking about? What are we? Some sort of nightmare on Elm Street? Uh, you're right. I don't know how it's worse than two, but somehow it would be. <laughs> so they're all uh, forced to go to bed because the, the main head nurse of the facility is an idiot the entire film. And it's like, oh, the best thing for these children is to sleep. Once they just get some sleep, they'll be fine. Even though every time they try and sleep, they die. And so Kristen, she falls asleep. She goes back to Creepy House and we get a really cool scene where she's standing in this room and the floors and walls all in one long shot just break apart, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. There's something underneath the floorboards and it snakes around the floorboards and into the wall. And it's a giant Freddy worm. Big old worm horrifying goo thing that also has Freddy's head. Yeah. But it also tries to eat her. Yum, 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 yum. It looks good when it's eating her. It's like, yeah, that's, that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do not want to be swallowed by a Freddy penis worm thing. That looks awful. I wouldn't want to swallow Freddy either. Oh, come on. Give, give Freddy a little credit. <laughs> so what she does is she somehow manages to pull Nancy into her dream. I like that, I like that the way that she gets pulled in, it's like she sits down in a chair but just falls through the chair. That was a cool effect, it's a cool effect. And then she goes in and saves her, and Freddy sees that she's back and is like, it's you! Ding, 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 and then um, Soldier Boy starts playing. You! (laughs) You! (laughs) Anyway, bad joke. Continue on. So that is her dream power, she can pull people into dreams, but she also does gymnastics later on. Uh, the guy that makes puppets, he wakes up in the middle of the night and the flesh on his hands and legs is torn up as he's turned yes. into a human puppet. So so Freddy slices along all of his limbs, creating giant gashes. Yes. And then, like, pulls out his veins and then uses his veins to puppeteer him as he's sleepwalking. Which is horrifying. There's like shots where you see his feet and there's just giant like valleys yeah. where the cut's oh. been made. It's gross. Yeah, where you can see like the bone underneath. Oh, it's it's gross. But Freddy doesn't actually hurt him in real life, which no. is interesting. I thought these cuts don't actually... But instead he's using him to puppeteer him to kill himself. So I guess he didn't want to leave marks, you know? Yeah, he uh, he makes him walk up to the highest point on the tower and then he pushes the kid off and the kid falls to his death. Well, we see a scene where they all see him, like, trying to struggle not to, mm. you know, jump off and all the kids are freaking out. They're like, do a job! Wake up! You can do it! And then he jumps. Yeah. And he dies. There's a really cool scene as well where just before he jumps, you see Freddy's face in the moon. Yeah. And he's, like, holding the strings. It's cool. It looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks very good. And then he cuts the strings, and that's what causes him to Cause it in the fall. Jump. The nurse is, is even more strict now and wants them all to go to bed and to lock their doors and mm. all that. It's just, you know, it's getting worse. She's doubling down. She's learning the wrong lesson. Just like a film studio would. Correct. Uh, 
Uh, and so, well, wannabe actresses watching TV. I'll mention Max the one time, because Max is throughout this film, and he's just a cool dude. Yeah, he walks in and is like, which pill do you want to take? And she's like, uh, the blue pill... Because uh, if I take the red pill, I'll probably be, like, dreaming or something, and I don't want that. Actually, the blue pill would be dreaming, right? I don't know. Which one wakes you up? Yeah, the, 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 the red one kind of wakes you up from the, the, the dream. I should probably have taken that one. Oh, well. Oh, well. Because I'm stuck in this Elm Street movie. Yeah, yeah. Man, I really chose poorly, didn't I? She's watching this late-night talk show where suddenly the host, he asks a question the person he's interviewing she starts to answer and then the host turns into freddy and he goes i don't care (laughs) and just slashes her yeah yeah it's great and then she's like something weird's going on with the tv i'm gonna go stand directly in front of it oh it was a classic dumb moment oh yeah i just saw freddy cougar on the tv and then the tv stopped working let me go up to the tv that i saw freddy krueger on and mess with the dial to get it to work again. What? You just saw Freddy Krueger, you dummy. You're clearly in a dream. You gotta get out of there. But of course, she doesn't. She doesn't. And giant robot arms grab her. Giant arms burst out of the TV. A head pops up up the top. And after he's grabbed her, she's, he's like, Welcome to prime time, bitch. And slams her head into the television. Yeah. That's her, Dad. You're going to get your big break in a television. Yep. And then how do they explain her death? She jumped headfirst into the TV? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Because she's hanging from the TV at the end yeah. there. Like, clearly something's up. Anyway, these, these adults are dumb. The adults aren't doing anything, so Nancy takes it into her own hands and she tells them all what's really going on. She tells them all about Freddy, who, you know, was a child murderer back in the day. All the parents of the town worked together to burn him alive. And uh, then he became a dream monster and haunted all the kids of those parents. And she's like, you know what we can do? We can harness our dream powers. So they all fall asleep and they harness their powers. And one of them is the wizard, and he's like, I'm, I'm going to turn a floating marble into a butterfly. Yeah, I liked, I liked the like, group session. So they all like hypnotize themselves, and, but then they wake up in the same room, so they're like, oh, it failed. Yeah. And then uh, Mr. No, no Speak uh, leaves and spots the sexy nurse, and she's like, oh, come with me. And uh, he's like, oh, yes, it's time for some sexy nurse time. We get the singular boobage shot, which is very important for a horror film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the rest of them are all hanging out in the room, and they're like, oh, we're dreaming. Hey, look, uh, I can stand up, even though I'm disabled. Woo! I'm Terran. I'm suddenly dressed up like a rock star, and I've got knives. (laughs) That was at least a bit more creative. Again, she, she's probably the second best, because she at least has some creativity. Yeah. It's not smart creativity, you know, it's not it's not the best. You're not flying around, you're not Superman. What would you do in your dream? Uh, my powers? Probably wizard. I'd probably do wizard as well. I thought so. But, but, but my, my wizard powers would be like, I could bend walls, you know? Ah, Doctor Strange Inception wizard powers. Well, it was less exceptionally, more like, oh, there's a wall there. I'm just going to throw the wall at Freddy Krueger. Oh, there's a wall in our way. I'm going to make a door. I'm going to burst it, you know? Instead of the strong man where I'm punching my way through walls, I just wizard powered the wizard wall. Wizard powering the wall. That, that, that's cool. Use the walls, Luke. 
what happens is Freddy, it turns out he's the nurse. You thought you were seeing sexy nurse boob. No, you were looking at Freddy boob this whole time. Yeah, but it's, so, so sexy nurse, I uh, gotta give him a bit of tongue, but he gets a bit more than he's asking for. Oh. As, as, as she leads in for a kiss, they kiss, and then he's like, oh! As his tongue is, like, pulled out, or her tongue? I don't know, one of them. One of their tongues is extended out as she leads back and, like, growls at him. But then she shoots said tongue at his hands and legs, and they wrap him up. And I was like, oh, now it's getting real sexy. We've got some sexy bondage. Yeah, tie him up to the bed. And then it's revealed that it was Freddy, and he says the line, Feeling tongue-tied? Well, it was a good line. Because he's trying to scream. Yeah. But he's mute. So, so it was a very... It was a good pun. It's a very good pun, because he's tied him up with tongues. Yeah. And the guy can't speak. So he's tongue-tied. It's good. Good writing. I like it. It is good writing. I wonder where they started. I wonder if they started with the pun or if they started with the character. I hope they started with the pun. I really hope they started with the pun and worked their way back. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they, they, they definitely would have started with the pun um, and worked their way there. Like, how do we get him to be tied up by tongues? Well, he's got to be French kissing a nurse. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how you do it. Very important. So, in the real world, what it looks like is Joey is just in a coma. We know he is, you know, being held prisoner yeah. by Freddy. But the doctors are like, oh, he's in a coma. I'm going to fire Nancy and I'm going to fire the other guy. You're both fired for being bad. The doctor guy, he's like, oh, no, I'm fired. I'm going to go talk to Nun Ghost. Yes, so he has a little chin wag with the Nun Ghost. And Ghost is like, oh, yeah, so Freddy's mum uh, had it pretty rough. Not gonna lie. So there's this abandoned uh, psychiatric ward, and apparently a girl got trapped in there over the holidays. So, like, she was abused by the inmates and had a baby from it. And that baby was Freddy. Yes. And then she says, she's the bastard son of a hundred maniacs. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit, nah. And it was like, ooh, that's pretty rough. The twist is, the nun ghost is the mum. Bum, yeah, bum, yeah. Bum. The nun was a ghost, which is why no one else sees the nun. Yeah. And two, the nun was the mum. Yeah. Which makes sense. The nun is trying to get Freddy gone. Yeah, they've got to find Freddy's bones and bury them on hallowed ground. Uh, and the only real person who knows where the uh, bones are is uh, old dad. Yeah. Old police chief dad of um, What's-Her-Face. He's drunk. They go to a bar and it's like, oh, I'm the dad, I'm... I'm drunk. He's like, oh, you're always trying to avoid me and forget about me. And she's like, no, you're the one who's trying to forget. And, he, and he, as he's sitting there with tons of drinks and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's good. He's, yeah, and, he's then and then they're like, and then they're like, uh, well, we need you to get, help us find Freddy's bones. We need to bury him. And he's like, nah. And so the doctor's like, oh, I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to throw you against a wall. Wake up, man. You're awake, but you're sleeping inside. You're not a real what? person. This isn't the quote at all. <laughs> if I wrote the movie, it would be better. <laughs> no, I disagree. <laughs> um, so he's like, hey, you got to help us. you got to help us. 
I don't know why he changes his mind there because some random dude threw him against a wall, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, so they go to... I guess the dad's all right. Look, the dad's all right. He's yeah. a good guy at heart, but he's just an idiot. They go to the graveyard. Not a graveyard, sorry. A uh, scrapyard. Mm. Uh, well, it is a graveyard of sorts. <laughs> they both <laughs> die, a... kind of. Not really. One of them does. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a classic fake yard. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're digging. They're doing their things. Meanwhile, in Dreamland, we see all our, all our uh, dream dream warriors. Mm. They've gotten together because uh, one of them, uh, the main girl, causes trouble because she doesn't want to go to bed. And so she's put in solitary confinement all of them are freaking out because if she's drugged she has to go to sleep and is going to be murdered by freddy they get nancy back in so that they can do another dream uh session where they all go to sleep and this time they're in control sort of kind of uh and they all get their powers so so you got strong guy flippy girl nancy doesn't actually have any powers does she no no not at all she's the leader I guess that's a power question mark. They're all sent into the dream and uh, they're kind of split up. The first thing she says is stay together and they all get split up immediately. Yeah. By just like Freddy magic. Yeah, we see uh, we see Kristen, she's back at the start of the movie. Yes. Which is funny. She gets sent back to the start. That was a cool. I love that. I love that. She like wakes up and is like, oh, and the first part of the movie repeats itself. Mm. But then, uh, twist, Freddy comes around and slices her mother's head off. The mother's head starts screaming at her. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, this is great. That was pretty fun. She does a backflip to avoid Freddy. And Freddy's like, oh, I'll deal with you later. Meanwhile, the wizard is stuck in a, a hallway. Yes. And he's like, oh, where am I? And then Freddy's around the corner. He's like, hey, please take a seat. And we see uh, the wheelchair, except mm. it's all metal and spiky with straps and other things. It's evil. It's been Mad Maxified. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been Mad Maxified. <laughs> it, it is really Mad Max because then much. it uh, rears towards him and he dodges out of the way. But one of the spikes slices his leg and he's like, ah, my oh, leg. No. And I think Freddy says the line, It's the chair for you, kid. Ah, oh, yeah, that was a good line. That was a good line. Another banger from good old Freddy. He's good. But the wizard's like, Ha ha, I'm going to use my wizard powers. And he gets like a cool robe, but I'm like, Hell yeah, wizard, get him. <laughs> and then he, it, he zaps the chair and it yep. explodes. And then he's like, haha, now I'm going to zap you, Freddy, but I'm dumb, so I'm going to walk towards you as I'm using my ranged zap move. Yes. Which, and any D&D player worth their salt wouldn't, if they're a wizard, wouldn't move towards their enemy. No. While they're using a ranged attack. One, if you use a ranged attack while you're in melee, you get disadvantage. Yeah. You get penalties. Yeah. You, you, you're not going to be uh, hitting him anymore. Two, you're a squishy wizard. You should be standing back. Mm. Clearly, he's just a bad D&D player. Um, so he deserves it when Freddy's like, I don't believe in magic. Ha ha. Slashy slash. And then he kills him. We cut to an alley outside of a nightclub and Terran's there and Freddy comes up and is like, you can't attack me with knives. I've got syringe hands. Ah, oh, come on. Don't you remember? We're old friends. And then his knives turn into syringes. Yeah. And uh, the the old wounds on uh, her arms, Ugh. like, pucker up. They, they like, pucker several times. And that's like, ugh. Yeah, that was awful. Gross. I hated that effect. Yeah, it was very gross. 
but then he he injects her. Let's get high. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a bad line. I hated that. That one wasn't particularly good. That, that was not a banger. But yeah, she ODs. Yeah, and that's how he kills her. Uh, the rest of them just kind of run back into each other, though. We don't really see what was that with the others. Yeah, they 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 go to the house, and so they're they're running around, and then one of the walls is like bulging, and they're like, I don't know what this could be. Well, it's either Freddy mm. or one of your other guys. That's it. Those are the two options. Oh, I don't know what it could be. Well, it's clearly not Freddy if you're not afraid of it instantly. Yeah, because it was it was the strong guy. He busts through the wall. And they're like, it's three of them reunited, but then Freddy. He starts doing things, and they're like, we've got to run down to the furnace room to save the kid. And there we see Mr. No Speak. Um, he's he's currently uh, tongue-tied up above a hellhole. He's still... It's been days of him just yeah. lying there. Poor guy, poor guy. There's the green screen effect that they use for that is also really really good because like he's hanging down this cavern at some point when they're trying to like pull him up the effects were really good i like uh the stop motion skeleton they use later on <laughs> that was also good yeah it's 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 very uh terminator-esque yeah it it simultaneously is a worse effect but it makes them more creepy you know and they're juttering around anyway yeah they save the mute kid but then freddy shows up and it's like, all the powers of the, the teens I've killed are in my stomach. And they're giving me powers. So he reveals his stomach and you can see their faces, like, graft into his stomach. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Uh, I like that. But I was a bit like, oh, that means we're not getting Wizard Kid back. There's no way he can be back. Yeah, he's dead for this film anyway. So uh, they fight him for a bit. Yep. But they're about to lose. As Freddy's far too powerful, he, like, grabs the strong kid and just holds him with one arm, you know? Yeah. And He's stronger than the strong kid, you know? But, meanwhile, Cop, cop Dad and Dr. Dude have uh, found the body yes. in the junkyard. The Cop Dad tries to leave, but, uh, the uh, like, the doctor took the keys of the car so he couldn't drive away. Yep. And the, the cop dad's like, oh, I, I promised I would take you to him. Never said I would stay. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. But the doctor's one step ahead. And the, the doctor's like, nah, you gotta, you gotta help Barry. But then as they're getting ready to bury the bones, all the cars come to life. All the cars are like, honk, honk, we're, yes. we're alive. And then the bones of Freddy come to life as well. And uh, yep. it's like that stop motion effect. They're all grimy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we gotta mention this. They're not in a dream here. I would say. And what was what was your what was your thoughts on that one? I mean the powers of Freddy in general don't really make sense and they change movie to movie, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I think I think just because this is the the place of his like burial, he has more control over the actual real world here. Yes. He isn't just like a demon, general demon after all. He he rules the dreamscape but can still manifest himself. And the only actual way he manifests himself... One, he makes the cars all go off. Yeah. But I feel like that's not really doing much. No, it just kind of blocks them into this little area they're in, yeah. The real way he actually manifests himself is his bones come to life and he's like a skeleton mm. that's fighting them. 
And I feel like he has definite control over his own bones, like haunting his own bones makes sense. Yeah. So I just think he ha- he's more powerful in his resting place here than he is in any other place in real life. Yeah. It makes sense yeah. that he would be able to come back in this small area. I thought, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. remember. There's something in 4 where they try to explain it. It's not particularly good, so I can't... I can't remember, but they try to explain it. Um, But yeah, what happens is he picks up the dad, throws him at a car. He gets impaled. The dad dead. I like, I like the the dad. He's like, I've killed you once before, you know, Mm. and then he gets yeeted and it's a bit unfortunate. I like the dad. The dad's, that's a cool character, but uh, unfortunately gets impaled. Gets impaled and the doctor gets a shovel to the head. Gets a sliced and then shovel to the head. Yeah. And then he's supposedly dead. No. He's knocked out. Not at all. And uh, Freddy gives him a a, a, a brief burial mm. as he tosses some dirt on top of him because he fell in the hole. Ha ha ha. I like I liked this fight scene because it's simultaneously bad effects. Like, not bad effects, old effects, I should yeah, say. Yeah, it's pretty believable. It doesn't take you out of it. It's old effects, but they still hold up. Oh, they really do hold up. Because they've got the stop motion, which again... Is, is an older effect that's been replaced by new ones nowadays, but it adds a bit of creepiness to the way these sort of judders around. Oh, you know? it's very, yes. And the, like, it means that you can make the bones seem more grimy as well, which you would definitely lose if this was computer generated. So, yeah, it looks good. It looks really good. There's a little bit where the, the stop motion clips over the guy. And there's a bit of green screen yeah. sort of like stuff. But other than that, it's good. It's pretty quick. You, It's like a blink yeah. and you'll miss it moment. But it is there. Because Freddy has been distracted by all this, the teens have managed to escape. And they're running down a hall of mirrors when Freddy appears in all the mirrors and attempts to drag him through each mirror, which is a great effect as well of them being dragged into mm. mirrors. Yeah. Until finally the mute kid is like, no, and that saves the day. <laughs> wow, that was very undramatic. He's like, no, you know, and it screams and it breaks all the mirrors, which shoots out all his friends. You know, he saves the day. And what's her face? Main character. One of the main characters. Doesn't matter what their name is. Nancy says. I mean, not that I know her name. Says, uh, well, Freddy's gone. I don't sense Freddy anymore. Yay. Now, (sighs) this film is going so well. Yes, the adults were dumb, but it's fine. It adds tension. I hate the fact that Nancy's immediately like, we killed him by shattering mirrors. Oh, it's the ghost of my dad. I'm going to go give yeah. him a... Oh, it's Freddy. I'm dead. Yeah. Well, 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 no, no. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's talk this out. Cause I like, I liked this twist cause it got me. Cause I thought the film was being dumb. <laughs> oh, okay. And it was being dumb, but not in the way I thought. Uh, I don't really like this part. This is the main part of the film that I don't like. Uh, Because I like the idea of the dad coming down and being like, oh, I'm sorry for all the things. And she's like, yeah, I like I like that part of the twist where it's, of course, not the dad. It is a Freddy and she she gets stabbed. Like, I like that bit. But obviously she assuming that Freddy is just dead from the guy (laughs) screaming. It's kind of silly. Very dumb. If she didn't want to stick around for more movies, if the actress was like, kill me off. Yeah. Fair enough. That's fair. 
she's also the main character of two films and it's kind of silly and unbelievable to me that she would just die in this dumb way yeah (laughs) it could have been done slightly better i think yeah when she gets stabbed while she's in a freddy hug yeah all the all the kids are like no and they they start fighting kruger Meanwhile, we see the doctor, he's he's woken up and he's like, I gotta do this. Uh, even though he's been like, you know, stabbed and yeah. in pain. Uh, there's a bit of blood. He's, he goes, he grabs the holy water and chucks his bones in the, the hole. Yeah, and he buries the bones and we see that Freddy's body is kind of breaking up. Yeah, you see where he splashes the holy water? It like splashes onto the actual body of... Kruger, which was a good touch. I like that. I like that in the effects. And then, uh, and then, yeah, he just disappears. He has been put to rest. The demon is dead. Yeah. This is the last Freddy Krueger movie because he's permanently dead. <laughs> he's very dead. Yes. Is the twist that they needed to bury him in a in a cemetery? I think it is. I think that's number four. It's like I'm back because you didn't bury me in the right place. Well, yeah, he's supposed <laughs> to be buried enough. in sanctified ground, and in, they could say that holy water and a cross certainly damaged him. Like, yeah, maybe destroyed him for the meantime, but. He need to put it permanently to rest. He needs to be in a proper graveyard. This ending is an ending where you can easily see them coming back from, which I think is good. Also, the also the point uh, later, because uh, because yeah, we see them all at like a graveyard, and we see the twist that the nun was actually a ghost. Mm. But after that, we see them all, you know, go back home, sleep, and then the the mache house, the light turns on. <laughs> the light turns on in the window. And then the movie ends with a song called Dream Warriors, which is very funny. It's this rock song, and it's like, Try not to (laughs) sleep! Yeah, it's (laughs) Which is great. Uh, And then, yeah, the movie ends, and that is Elm Street number three. Oh, uh, and also... Kristen, she dreams Nancy's soul to heaven or something. Yeah. Um, I really like this one. It's not as good as the first one. Definitely yeah. not as iconic. Like, the first one has got uh, the body bag in the school. It's got mm. Johnny Depp being eaten by a bed. Yeah. Uh, it's got the long arms. It's got the body being dragged all over the, the roof and all that yeah. sort of stuff, which is great, which is iconic. Oh, it's classic stuff. This one doesn't really have anything to that level. I don't think. Aside from maybe the syringe fingers. Is that iconic? It's pretty, yeah. A lot of people remember this movie for that scene. Wow. Okay, there you go. It is pretty gross. But yeah, it's not as great as the first one, but I still think it's really good. It's a very good movie, I should say. Yeah. Um, and definitely... Oh, excuse me. No, oh, don't fall asleep. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna die! Ah! <laughs> Ah, that's what people listen to this podcast for, isn't it? Great jokes oh, like no. that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. That that that's the twist at the end of the podcast. We both get murdered by <laughs> Freddy Cougar. Next week, it's just going to be uh, Freddy Cougar and a copy yeah. of himself just doing the episode. You know? I'd, I'd listen to that. So, uh, I'll definitely give it a goodie. Yep. It's definitely a goodie for me. This is a great, great film. Great, great sequel. It has all the good elements of the sequel. It's like. How, you know, how do we actually stop mm. the Freddy Cougar? Like, like, it's solving, it's making these problems that should have been solved, and we're we're solving them. We got some some old characters, good new characters. It's good. It all it all carries over. We're getting a little bit more mystical, a little bit bit more fantasy esque. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good stuff. Uh, I always I always love. You know, if there's a demon involved, just got to get a bit of Jesus. Just, yeah, just toss him on there. Toss him in. Good there. on you, Jesus. Thanks for your help. Uh, yeah, it's a goodie for me too. It's a good movie. Good stuff. 
Good movie. Good, Good stuff. Film. Good one stuff. of the best horror sequels. Actually, is it the best one? Uh, it's better than Halloween 2. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I think it's the best one we've seen Oh, for a sequel. For the entirety of the podcast. Not just this year, but like the best horror sequel we've seen. You've got to pick one thing to add. We've got to pick one thing to remove. Mm. I'm going to remove Nancy's death. Yes. I'm just going to say she lives. Maybe she retires. At, at the end of the movie, what happens is she does die. She does get stabbed. But at the end of okay. the movie, during her funeral, we see her in a long trench coat and she's got a, she's got a cap on. What a twist. <laughs> she's there like, I've, I've faked my death. I'm so confused. <laughs> then she moves to Hawaii and retires from the dream business why why did you say say you keep her death but then do a twist at the end that she's still what i should not write serious movies (laughs) (laughs) far out you make a great great comedy horror though just like a random twist that the character didn't die (laughs) that that would be a funny ending to like a serious moment in the movie and then it's just like nope they're alive and they faked their death uh yeah no i'm gonna just remove her death she lives whatever and then i'm gonna add more songs like the dream warrior song the whole soundtrack mm. is now songs about the movie so at some point mm. there's like a rap track about freddy krueger gonna Ooh. kill you oh no not a rap gotta stab me with my hand fixed your movie with that ad um <laughs> wow how about you <laughs> Um, so I, I'm going to do something different. I'm not going to destroy the franchise. In fact, um, my, my, uh, my actual ad is the dad survives. Ooh. He just gets injured. He like throws in, you see the stab wound, but like at the end you see him all bandaged up. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause I like the dad character. We still get the twist, but maybe, maybe I'll change the twist. So what happens is they don't think she's dead. That Kruger's dead. Just remove the part where she says Kruger's dead. Yeah. But she sees the dad and she's like, oh, I don't know. Are you Kruger? And he's like, Kruger killed me. We're trying to, we we buried his body and whatever. And then she's like, oh, oh, I don't know. You might be Kruger. And he's like, oh, man, don't, no, trust me. Come here, come get a hug. And she's like, no. And then he's like, ah, and then he tries to strike her, that sort of thing. Uh, so I'm not really removing, I'm just changing yeah. the ending, which is kind of removing, you know? I'm removing her being dumb at the end, because yes, I agree, it is the one moment in this film where she acts dumb. All right, well then, we will move on to the checklist yes. of 1987 tropes. It is a list of tropes we are noticing in all these movies. We're going to go through mm. them, see if this film lines up with all the other films. Now, I think last week we didn't do it. Oh, yeah, there was one you wanted to add from uh, the Stallone film that you forgot about. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And I was going to mention it the other week, but I forgot to. We uh, we need to add slow-mo. Yes. Slow motion, because there was so much slow motion in the Sylvester Stallone movie, and I forgot to mention that, and that's disgraceful. And so we'll we'll add slow-mo to the list. There All we right, go. well then let's go through. This is the movie Bad Porridge. Yes, it is. I think yes. human puppets make bad porridge. Yes, that was definitely some bad porridge. I think the fire pit, mm-hmm. that was probably some bad porridge. Did we see actual food being eaten at any point? Uh, I don't think anyone ever ate anything, no. Oh, you know what? A scoop of caffeine powder? That's bad porridge. Meth? Syringes with meth? 
Bad mm, porridge. Bad porridge. <laughs> That's true. Definitely all around bad porridge. Now, we do have right. the one dumb characters. And yeah, there's a lot of dumb characters in this movie. Oh my god, all the adults are just dumb. They're stupid. All of these separate cases of people trying to kill themselves are seeing the same person talking about the same person. Yeah. Describe it the same. Clearly, there's some sort of mass hysteria, at least. Was the bad guy from a foreign country? No, he wasn't. He was not. He was very specifically from this country. Is it revealed later on that that Freddy is actually German the entire time? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but imagine. Thank goodness. All the good guys live. No, they do not. Quite a few of them die. Yeah, that's definitely something that this breaks. It's definitely all, a lot of the main characters die. I don't think it even gets the good characters sacrifice themselves either. Because they just die. Like, none of them ever really sacrifices themselves. Uh, I, would, I would argue the two people that go into the dreams that die, the wizard and the knife girl... That technically they they didn't need to come in. They have a moment where they're like, you don't have to join the dreamscape. They didn't have to go in there and they died because they're trying to save their friend. So I, I would say they sacrificed themselves. I would argue. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a pass for that one. Uh, there isn't a yep. generator turning off for a power outage in this film. Ah, uh, is there though? Because there's a, when, when the dreamscape stuff happens, uh, there's a lot of flickering lights in, in when, um, no voice is being murdered by the nun or being captured, I okay. should say. It's got a tentative power outage. Yeah, there's some tentative, but other, other, otherwise there's not really a power outage, no. Uh, this next one's interesting because it's female lead falls in love with male lead. Now, originally there was going to be a proper romance story with Nancy, but they got rid of it. Uh, for this script. Instead, it's only slightly implied. Yeah, with the Doctor. Yeah, yeah. They have a bit of a relationship. So, technically, yes, but also, yeah. There was originally, but yeah, they got rid of it. I think that's kind of mm. cool. I like that. I like how they had, like, a relationship, which was kind of cutesy. I thought I thought they were going to have more of a relationship, but it didn't, didn't yeah. work out. I mean... At the end there, they're going around together, they're eating together, so this 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 kind of relationship. And, like, he throws her dad against the wall and be like, she's gonna die and I care about. So that's very relationship-esque. So. That is. I know all my relationships have been built off me throwing someone's dad against a wall. Yeah, this explains why you're single. <laughs> um, uh, a female <laughs> character is in distress. Yes, of course. Um, Kristen is at some yeah. point. They've got to save her. Are there dead animals? I don't think so. I don't think there's any animals, like, shown at all during the movie. Now, in the second one, there are demon dogs. Yes, we know this because you put up a picture of these demon dogs. In the second one, definitely. But in this one, I don't think there was a single animal, like, no. ever. There wasn't, like, someone who was, like, afraid of dogs or, so, or afraid of, like, anything. No, it's just no animals at all. Uh, is it a rip-off of other famous movies? Yes, it's a rip-off of Elm Street 1. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Car breaks down. Yes, there's a lot of broken down cars yeah. in the scrapyard. Yeah, there's lots of lots of, uh, and those cars get thrown on top of the other car. Yes, which which breaks it presumably. Uh, slow motion. Yes, there is. Where where's the slow motion? Uh, at the very start, Kristen is running down a corridor and she gets stuck in some goo, and it kind of goes into slow motion. Yeah, that's a terrible slow motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just slipped in there, a little bit of slow motion. If you want to add another one, you can. Um, 
I don't know what's tropey in this one. Song um, with the title of the movie in it. We've gotten that a couple times. We had It's Over the Top. Yeah, that's Over the Top. I think I think uh, Vicious Lips oh, had yeah. a song that was called Vicious Lips. Yeah, so definitely add that one in. Otherwise, I, I, I would add maybe bad green screen. There wasn't really any bad green screen in this movie, but... Like, noticeable green screen? Like, the effects were really good for this film. Let's give it... I don't think we ever mentioned during this film, but the effects were really good. They are good. So give props to this film. (laughs) (laughs) Hated that. Comedy. (laughs) Comedy. Speaking of hating things... It's time for... (laughs) Rating review. Nice. This is, of course, part of the show where I grab reviews of Rotten Tomatoes and Sandro has to guess the score. I'll tell him the review. It's the audience reviews because the audience is dumb and funny sometimes. Where reviews, reviewers are boring and lame. Um, Unless they're on Letterboxd, which a lot of them are quite funny. (laughs) Yeah, over on our Patreon, I've been doing it with Letterboxd reviews and they've been pretty funny. Yeah, Letterboxd reviews are better because it's like, you're like a group of review, like mm. it's like a social network of reviewers. So reviewers don't really care as much about the actual review. It's more like I'm going to make a funny review, so yeah. I get a lot of ha-has from my other reviewers. You know, <laughs> that's pretty much how it is over there. It's it's good. It it breeds an environment of fun, yeah. unlike normal reviews, which are boring and lame. Boo. So first off, we have Daniel. Daniel says, "Till two happened, I was fine." Wait. Yep. But this happened after two. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> I, uh, three and a half? It's four. It's oh. four. Oh, <laughs> okay. you were really close there. You were really close. Yeah, that was good. Apparently, he didn't like two. Fair enough. It's a bad movie. But you'll like this one. Marcus says, this movie is awesome. Just good for my money. Just rock hand emoji Clapping emoji, thumbs up emoji. I love that. Just good for my money. <laughs> yeah, just good for my money. That's got that. That's got emojis in it. That's got to be five out of five. I've never, I've never seen a review with emojis because they're they're not like regular emojis, which would probably just show up as like square symbols. Yeah, they're like the old emojis which show up in text. Ooh. Um, so it's a rock hand, a clap, and a thumbs up. Like uh, it's actually three out of five. Oh, okay, it's not five. He liked well. it less than the previous review. Oh, well. We have Tyler. Nope, still not good. Come on, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies get better. Uh, I'm gonna go two, but it, it's probably lower. Yeah, you're right. It's one point five. You were close. You were close. You were close. Yeah. Uh, Josh says. 31, Days of Horror, 2016, hashtag 13. I love people that do these movie watching challenges and just put yes. the number that this movie is in that challenge in the review. It happens all the time. I love it. It's yep. so good. Yep. And it's vague and it's unhelpful. I don't know. Three. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh. It is three. Well done. Great. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. All right. We have uh, Dusty who says... 81% on my tomato meter. <laughs> so 4 out of 5. Ah, it's 4.5 out of 5. Oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't know, man. Alright. And finally, we finish this off with Zach. Oh. Spelt the correct way. Which is, I found this movie stupid. Yet satisfying. <laughs> sure. 
Which I agree. I did find this movie stupid yet satisfying. Is that a three? Um, I'm a three. It is. It yeah. is a three. Well done. Thanks, Great. Zach. Great review. I'd probably rate this a 3.5, though. Yeah, it's about a 3.5 for me. Yeah. This is a fun episode, though. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you like the show, best way to help out is to tell a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts uh, or other mm. platforms if they allow reviews. Because yeah. not all of them do, which is kind of annoying. We're on everything. We've got an Instagram account. You can go follow that if you want. We've got Facebook. We've got a YouTube. If you want some bonus content, you can subscribe to our Patreon where we've got some some cool Police Academy videos. Uh, v- videos? Videos? Or recordings <laughs> coming up. Yes. Uh, number two is already out. Number three will be out uh, at some point later on this week um, for Police Academy yeah. 3. Because I think later on the year we'll be doing number four. Spoilers. Yes. And then maybe after that we might do uh, five or six or seven. They get better, right? I mean, if you want to do them. But three was not good. If you want to hear us complain about three, that is going to be out at some point later on this week. Maybe, maybe we'll review uh, Elm Street 2. I don't know. We'll put up a poll. We'll put up a poll probably at some point. Yeah. And like, you got Elm Street 2. I really want to do Toxic Avenger 2. Toxic Avenger 2? Yeah, yeah. And also the sorority babes at the Slime Bowl, Bolarama. Yes, oh, we have to do that one. We've still got to do that one. Put that on the list. But yeah, all the links to everything is in the episode description. Now, Sandra. That's my name. You've got to choose next uh, week's movie. I refuse. Alright, so the <laughs> podcast next week is cancelled. Unfortunately, Sandra's refused to pick a movie, and therefore we cannot do it. But if you were going to pick one, the options would be Angel Heart. A private investigator finds that everyone he's been questioning about a missing person case has themselves gone missing. Ooh. What a twist. <laughs> it might be because of <gasps> black magic. Ooh. Oh. That took a turn from me having maybe 20% interest to now maybe like... 80. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a very interesting premise. We've got Hunk. Oh, no. Guy makes a big old deal with the devil to become Hunk Golden, a real sexy dude. He doesn't know if he should keep being Hunk or back to his old life. Wow. That sounds great. That sounds incredible. Oh, no. Um, and finally, we have Lethal Weapon. Ooh. I've heard of that. Cla- yeah, yeah. Classic uh, buddy cop comedy about a uh, depressed special forces officer and a guy who's too old for this shit. Team me up to crack down on crime. Oh, man. Yeah, these are some good options. All three of... I mean, look, Hunk sounds terrible, but also perfect. You know what? If we didn't do Police Academy on Patreon, I probably would have gone for Lethal Weapon. But I am sick of cop comedies, I think. Oh, that's a shame. But also, Lethal Weapon's a good one. See, I'm really fascinated by what Angel Heart's gonna be with the black magic. That's true. That's true. I, I'm excited by Hunk, actually. <laughs> I kind of want to do Hunk. Yeah. Do you want to do Hunk? I mean, we can if you want. Look, it's up to you. You've got the choices. You make the choices. Look, Hunk is just... It just it sounds very dumb. Yeah, you know what? Let's do Hunk. Next week, Hunk. Let's wrap it up with the best quote from Elm Street 3. My favourite quote is going to be, Are you feeling tongue-tied? Just because it's a great pun. That's a good pun. It's a really good pun. Uh, my favourite uh, pun is, It's welcome to prime time, bitch! Bitch! <laughs> 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.